good and you okay so guys this was one of my people in school i didn't even introduce the show welcome to gen z today we're going to be talking about overachievers and my guest is one of my favorite people she's hearing it and she's feeling good but you know yeah we've been in school together for four years boarding school and if you've been to boarding school you know four years is like an eternity the fact that we've been able to maintain a friendship throughout four years says something so yeah hi how are you hi friend (laughs) (laughs) hi friend hey Hmm. i'm looking at you and then memories of all the pains and stress and tears all the tears a lot of tears huh a lot of tears (laughs) (laughs) we are both crybabies no tehila is the crybaby you, it's your show, so I'll allow you. <laughs> sure. I'm just emotional <laughs> once in a while over there to heal like the crybaby. So we are talking about overachievers, and when I thought of having this conversation, I couldn't think of a better person than Tehila, because in my opinion, in she opinion. pushes herself a lot. In the opinion of many, okay. as well as my personal opinion, I think she pushes herself a lot. She's very studious and... That's insane because me, I cannot, I don't think I can. Do you think you're an overachiever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to answer, eh? I, I think I, if I want something, I would want to go for it and I would go all out if it's really what I want. But overachiever, I don't know, there seems to be a negative connotation to so it. So in your opinion, what's an overachiever? Someone that does too much. You don't think you do too much? No, I think it's just okay. Okay, just kidding. Everyone who knows (laughs) you watching is just like, ah. Because just okay is like trying to get by. Do it. You don't really care about, you're not overly concerned about getting your A stars and like your A's. Just want to pass. And a pass is like a C. Okay. So I don't think you're getting <laughs> by. But if that's what you want to make yourself believe, <laughs> you're going to let that go. When, in your opinion, do you think you began to invest in your education? Because many of us have an epiphany at some point. There are few people that have always been studious their whole lives. I don't think those people are many. I mean, we've all met someone who's like very, very content with academics from scratch. But for most of us who are still are trying to like get somewhere during a point in our formative years we had some kind of epiphany that mm, if i want to be successful and comfortable in future i have to learn or if i want to make a name for myself i have to learn so for you when was that epiphany um i got i started to get serious with my education in form two <laughs> ghs2 um for two reasons actually uh-huh. so the first one was my science teacher Okay. So she came in and her approach to teaching was very different and she made us enjoy the class. And so I used to study science a lot because it became my favorite subject. That's kind <laughs> of odd considering Tahila is a, a humanity, humanity student. Yes. <laughs> but that happened. And then one day I was like, oh, since I'm putting in the effort for, like, with science, why, why not the other subjects? And that's how it started. But then again, 
Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I know the story. So in, I think it was in GHS1, mm-hmm. it was time for, it was a Christmas program. We, you know, dancing schools and Christmas programs. programs. So Carol's, Carol's nights and then they'll do it at like 12 when the sun is like shining and hot. Oh my God. <laughs> so that That's was so that. Fun. And um, we had a dance performance. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I love to dance, especially in forms. So, so you are like a dancer. <laughs> like if you put a beat and then hair, like, and she's in vibes. the mood, <laughs> then it's vibes. So it was, yeah, one of those things. I was actually in the front of the line, uh-huh. and then... When you're in the front, then it's some big unabdue. Do you understand? Like, serious. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those things, and yeah. the program was a day after our results were coming in. And so... Why do dancing schools do that? They usually give your results to you, like, the day before vacation so that your parents don't know like what's by (laughs) i don't know but you're perceived yeah so my my results go home and my parents looked at it and they were like nah tehila you're not dancing tomorrow and i was like you should have seen me daddy i was really sad and so i said it won't happen to me again (laughs) so that was like okay (laughs) that was when i was like because they used to warn me yeah tehila get serious you know you can do is like even though we are allowing you, you know you can do better, so do better. And I wasn't, I mean, I was just passing by, passing through school. I didn't <laughs> care. <laughs> you were just wafting, like some people are doing now. <laughs> so, but I told myself that won't happen again. I won't be deprived of something that I want because I didn't do something or get, um, or be prepared enough for that. So yeah. I was like, you know, it's not happening again. So form two, graduation, I danced. <laughs> So you're talking about your parents being a vital part of your educational story or background or whatever. Mm. What's your support system like? Because if you're very focused on studying and academics, it's not easy. (laughs) Because then small results can just ruin your entire month. (laughs) Like, not day or month. Mm -hmm. Because if you know you've studied for something and it goes left... (laughs) Yes. So what's your support system like? Um, I think primarily it's my parents. Okay. I, I have expectations of myself, but then my parents I love are that. <laughs> my parents are also um, they also play a very a vital role in everything. Um when my results come, for example, we look at it, they tell me, you know, you know, you can do better. They start to talk to you about your potential and everything. And, and then, then how you have your individual capabilities and yeah. not to compare yours <laughs> to someone else's because, say, I, I know, because if you're talking about, like, a class of 15 and you're first, but you're first by, like, 80-something percent, mm-hmm. how are you first? Like, that yeah. conversation <laughs> will be had. I know. So then after that, then they start to encourage me and start to say, okay, so what are your plans for next time? And they actually, like, sit me down and say, okay, so this is what you're going to do and all of that. So they, yeah, my parents are a vibe. And I would say my friends too. I'm not trying to make your head big, but um, my friends too. Just say you love me. Whatever. Um. <laughs> my friends to help um, because they... You know, certain comments they pass is like, oh, at least someone is rooting seeing, for you. Someone is rooting for you, and it's encouraging. So, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. 
you just spoke about your friends and I'm going to say this. How does your studios waste? Because you study a lot. Being with you for four years, I've seen you study. Like You give your books time. How does that impact your relationships and friendships? Because if some people say bears of a feather walk together, but I, I don't flock together rather. I don't subscribe to that point of view. So would you say your friendship group or the people you surround yourself with have similar goals as you or you are more open to a diverse crop of people? What's, how does studying and then knowing your goals and where you want to get impacts your friendships? Yeah. Okay, so to that, I think I'll say I'm blessed with the kind of friends I have because we understand ourselves. Okay, so when they see me studying, they know that, oh, Tehila is studying, so then they allow me. And when I start with my jokes and I'm <laughs> fooling about, so they're also there. When they're also serious, I let them be. And then when it's time for playing, we play together. together. So I think my, my friends are the people I surround myself with are uh, very understanding. And I also try my best to be very understanding with them. So in that regard, I don't think I've had much of a problem. Just yes. so everyone knows, Sahila is the most dual person I know. One minute she can be like a fountain of wisdom and light and ev the next minute <laughs> it's like a completely different human being <laughs> with like, oh, I don't even know which words used to describe the... Hmm. I don't know. The words are not coming because you'd be like, how is this the same person? Tehila on stage giving her speech is different from Tehila in the dorm. <laughs> Not even, like, sometimes you say the wisest things. At mm -hmm. Other times, I'm like, how did this come out of your mouth? Because it's like, hey, how am I supposed to remember that this person can also be Tehila? How can T be Tehila? <laughs> Extra calculus. Uh, okay. How vital are those in, you know, m like, planning your future. Because then, if you're solely ac academic, it can pose a problem because then you have a hard time with socialization and whatnot. Then again, if you devote your time to the wrong extracurriculars or extracurriculars that might require a lot of attention, you have issues. So what's the balancing situation like? What extracurriculars did you do first? Let's go. Let's do that first. What about your okay. extracurriculars? So I, I did some debates here and there. Here and there. Oh, get there. Here and there. I did some oh, squats okay. here and there. I was head Ghana girl. national team. Um, national Ghana national debate team was member. Yeah, <laughs> here saying you do debates here and there. Are you proud of yourself? I'm Deceiving I'm the being, people. I'm being modest, you know. So you know you're I'm, okay. I'm coming down. You know you're being. Go ahead. Yeah, and in my final year, I was head girl as well. And mm -hmm. um, balancing these extracurriculars with my academics, I I'd say it was a bit difficult because I didn't start on time. I felt like if I wanted to devote my time to these other things, I should have started maybe earlier on in my high school journey because by the time I got to year 13, you were doing year 12, a lot. Yeah, it felt like it was a lot, but Boy. I felt like if I had, you know, cultivated the habits habit earlier, it would have been easier. But generally, I think I pulled through. So <laughs> let's get into some detailed experiences. 
So in terms of being the head girl, what was the conflict between that and your studies? Because obviously, meetings and whatnot, but then when was the time that you shook your head and were like, mm, who sent me? I know there are many, but pick one. <laughs> okay, um, I think there was, this, there was this day I had a misunderstanding with my, one of my prefects and then or one of my team members as our head of school will say. <laughs> Perfection team. <laughs> and um, it took, there was, it wasn't a meeting, but it was a conversation that happened and it was in the morning right after dining and you know, after dining, you have to go to class. class. And oh. I felt like, Standing there, you know, using all that time instead of going to, like, review my notes or at least get ready for the class, it sort of disrupted my day a bit. I was very, uh, like, if I wasn't head girl, I would just come to the class and just, you know. <laughs> this wouldn't have been my business. You understand? So, yeah, that's just one of the... We are going to talk about examination and anxiety next. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So... Over the four years I've known you, we've written three major exams together. I say three because SATs, IDCSC, and A-levels. And <laughs> when ex examination anxiety just sneaks up on you, because for me personally, I could be confident about a paper or an exam, then when I'm about to go right to then my mind just, just Flipped. think about so many ways it could go wrong. Bro, <laughs> bro, bro. I can't. Mm. So what's your experience with examination anxiety? Well, I get anxious whether or not I'm prepared. And so... I think that's healthy because then you're not overconfident. Okay. <laughs> that's good too. So um, how to deal with it? I think I'm still learning myself and still trying to understand. Not necessarily how to deal with it, but yeah. then your experiences with examination anxiety. When has it come and then you've sh shook your head and been like, get get out of your head, Tahila, not now. Okay, so I think during IGCSE, um, number I was very anxious because, number one, it was a new curriculum. And even though we had written mocks and examinations, it still felt new. I was used to the GES system, and all of a sudden, I'm a Cambridge student. I'm that like, switch. Okay, so. That switch. <laughs> I, was, I was very anxious. There, there were times I had to step out of the hall because I was shaking and all of oh that. Oh, my God, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so there have, there, there's been a number of times that anxiety has really taken a hold of me, but... Year 12, year 13, even though it was still there, it was better because we, we wrote a lot of <laughs> tests. <laughs> like every week. Too many if you ask me. But <laughs> every week, our econs teacher is coming with something. and <laughs> my, my best friend. Your best friend. I yeah. worried that one. <laughs> and econs was my least favorite subject. Like, just throw it away and put it in a bin. Like, if you're majoring in econs in uni, please. Oh. Don't. No, mm. Oh. <laughs> so yes there was that um, yeah i think when comparing a level anxiety to igcse anxiety i think uh, i've made good progress you've made progress yeah for me i feel like the anxiety came in a level because okay. initially i wasn't overly concerned with school 
Yeah, I was I was honestly just sailing sailing through, not like with flying colors or anything, but I was just vibing with the papers and yeah, hello, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but I had my you have to be serious epiphany term two of A level because I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. I can't. A levels are real. Not, not A levels are real. I just wanted to put myself in a situation where I can choose okay. where I want to be. Not because you didn't work hard enough, you are going to have to pick the bare minimum. Okay. I just got very obsessed with the idea of choice. Because then, if you don't put in the effort, you just have to go with whatever is given to you. You can't choose and say, I don't want this, I want that. And I like to have my options, so it's like, mm-hmm. I have to be serious. So you're in A-levels, bro. You see me sleeping, but then I'm not sleeping. There <laughs> 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 so were days that, like, someone would just open the door and I'll shoot up, because, hmm, it's real. <laughs> hey, and with, like, comparing how, let me see how serious I was during IG, to how much I began to care in A-level, it shocked me because that's not Ines. That's Ines, not you. Ines doesn't, care. <laughs> Ines doesn't really like care like that, but I really wanted my options. So I'll go write a paper, I'll come out, and I'm already calculating marks, and I'll convince myself not to. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go and sleep. And there was one thing I kept telling Tehila after papers, don't think about it leave it in the exam hall. Because this girl will come out and <laughs> she's, she's like, I need, I need, I need. I made a mistake, I made a mistake. <laughs> then 20, 30 minutes later, she'll come back and say, no, no, I did the right thing. <laughs> then later she'll pick up, oh my God. It was just, and the thing is, after you've written it, you know you can't reverse it. Mm-hmm. So it hurts. And the fact that you won't even see your paper again. You don't know, know what the mistake was. was. You just know that you didn't do well enough. <sighs> it was a wholesome experience. <laughs> a wholesome experience. SATs. Mm. SATs. SATs. <clears throat> SATs. <laughs> you want to tell the story or should I? <laughs> I I'll start <laughs> and then you you finish. No problem. <laughs> okay, so SATs. Um. I I think I could have done better. I wasn't as prepared. Pre- yes, as I wasn't prepared enough. And but at the end of the day, I wasn't as quote unquote pained. Because you know that the preparation that went in was not yes, yeah. time was not on our side. Like everything was just chaotic. Chaotic. <laughs> so even though it's, it's the people that talk to us are probably watching this like <laughs> Are you really calling my teaching chaotic? <laughs> so even though it, it wasn't um, what I hoped for, for yeah. I wasn't as distraught. I wasn't, you know, I was like, okay. The thing move. is, people write SATs like four times, five times before they get their ideal grade. Yeah. We wrote just once with like minimal preparation. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of us. Let me tell the story of how we went and then we came out. <laughs> So we went to write the exam together, and they separated us and put us in different halls, which I later was glad for. <laughs> yes. So we wrote in t- two different halls. I finished first. When I came out, I saw 
Tehila wasn't yet done, and I think my class finished first. So mm. when we came out, well, with the parents, someone asked me, how did it go? And I was wearing my nose mask. I just gave her a thumbs up and kept standing. She asked me, are you sure you're fine? And I was like, I know that, yes, please. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Then I saw a bunch of people coming out. So I went to look for Tehila. Tehila came. We saw each other. We locked eyes for like two seconds. Then we burst out <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and all the parents are looking at us. Then after like the bad combination we are, we ran to the bus. <laughs> and continued laughing. <laughs> and the parents were still looking at us. I'm sure they were thinking this girl was very rubbish. <laughs> because, hey, that day... But it was an interesting experience because SATs is not easy and it's not for the week. Do you know why I said I was glad we did not write in the same room? Why? Later, one of our friends, Sally, she said two people were in the same hall and she thinks she thought they knew each other. So after they were done, like they were done with the first section, if you've written SATs, you write different sections. After they were done with the first section, someone asked someone else if they were good with a thumbs up. Mm. And then they got sacked from the hall. And that's something we I would have would yes, like would have done in the same this. hall. Actually. So I was so grateful <laughs> that we were separated. Because A, because I'm asking if you are good and they'll cancel hey. my registration <laughs> fees, my masters, my pen, my pencil, everything. Oh. Hmm. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I was just glad we weren't in the same hall because that was such an ass scenario. Thing to do, yeah. Let's talk about fulfillment and contentment. Are you fulfilled? Are you content? Are you happy? I'm okay. It's taking time. <laughs> okay, as in you're content. Yes. Um, fulfillment. Not there yet. No. <laughs> Is there anything you would have liked to do different? Because we briefly spoke about how you loved the sciences in DHS. But then coming into high school, you branched into humanities. Does that have any role to play? Or, like, do you think there's anything you would have done differently at all? Okay, so with regards to the humanities and science, um, yeah. um, when I was picking my course yeah. for school, um, sometimes in the class of my high school education, sometimes I'm like, ah, I should have done science. Other times, so I'm like, you know what? It's good. I'm happy with humanities. And, and people <laughs> will just be there and be assuming Tehila is doing science. Even, like, people who are in the same school with us. Yeah. So, I feel like that, that was back and forth. But mm-hmm. eventually, I started to love humanities. So, I'm actually grateful that I did humanities. And the career path I'm on is humanities oriented or related so that's fine because the way that science ended for some people i'm like (laughs) i made the right choice and um i feel anything i would have done differently Uh i I think i mentioned that already starting my extracurriculars early because starting them early would have made me not too comfortable but a bit comfortable and i would have been i would have learned balance earlier so if there's anything, if I could go back in time, I would, have, I would, I would yeah. start that earlier. For some reason, lots of people have this perception that if you're academically inclined, you have no social life, and you don't do anything to, what's the word? Anything that conventional people term as fun. 
<laughs> so for you, what's your pastime like? What's your free time looking like? What do you do to have fun? What do you do to unwind and then de-stress when your head is full of economics and inequalities <laughs> and indifference kept? Bro. Okay, so I, I listen to music a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm sort of an introvert, kind of, kind of. I think you're an ambivert. Uh, okay, whatever. So <laughs> I feel like I, I like to keep to myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And so the norm- the things that people usually find fun, like going out to do this, going out to do that. This is you on a, a This is you like subtly affirming the people that think that <laughs> people that like to learn don't like to do fun things. It would have affirmed it if I was like that earlier. Uh-huh. You know, I, I earlier yeah. said I had my epiphany in Form 2. Yeah. But even before Form 2, I was... It's just school and house. And so... <laughs> I'm, I'm going... If I'm going out, it's because my parents are dragging me somewhere. So... I think I grew up with that. Mm-hmm. I grew up with being... Not wanting to go. Not wanting to do too much. Yeah. If there's something I really want to do, sure, there's that. But I, I'm not... Yeah. Music. Music and is the way to I like go. using my father's Wi-Fi. He's always complaining, but... <laughs> my father's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of you having, like... What's the word? You having things that you do that people misunderstand. How do I put this better? Okay, so a lot of people have perceptions about studious people in general. So what's something that you want to correct that you've heard about yourself with regards to the time you devote to your studies? Um, people think it comes easy to me. <laughs> you've had this um, conversation. Yeah. And I... It's aggravating, Loki. <laughs> it's all. It's, say what's on your mind. I mean, I'm I'm not dumb. I'm, of course, I'm I'm quite smart. Yeah. But then thinking that it comes easy to me that oh, you just wake up and it enters your head. And then sometimes when I have tests or exams and I'm like, this didn't go well, and people are like, oh, you this this oh, you. I'm like, guy, this did not go well. <laughs> and when the results come, I'm like, you see. It did not go well, and it's just like people just assume that because you're always, you know, being mentioned yeah. or being spoken about, it's it's very easy. It comes to you like that, but you actually have to put in a lot of work <laughs> for some of us. Of course, there are people that it comes easy to, but yeah, I not have one to of put, them. Yeah, because <laughs> it's 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 hard for you to work hard for something, and then people are like, "Oh, it was hundred Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> there have been so many instances where I get something or like I, I work for something people don't know the thing comes and then like maybe it's publicized and it's like oh sh- they just give it's it to her hair. because and they don't see like the underground all yeah, the things that you did behind the scenes one thing about I can say you and I is back in school we'll both be working on things I'll not tell anyone I'll tell maybe you when it comes, and then we'll celebrate. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes big and everyone finds out, then it's like the outside comments gets me because where from you? Bro. <laughs> now, we are going to do something a bit fun. I want you to apologize to a teacher or any educator at all 
for something that you might have done. <laughs> Whether it's not submitting homework or lying about leaving the book in the house when it was in your bag but it was undone or anything at all. Even in high school, maybe you subtly shaded somebody. Apologize. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to expose myself. So this one that I'm going to talk about, you're going to help me with it. So there was this time a teacher came to the class <laughs> and someone said something <laughs> while the teacher was leaving. <laughs> and he came back to ask. I mean, he had, who said that? He had the sound and he was like, who said that? And the whole class was quiet. I mean, you won't be that child. Area code. <laughs> you won't be that person to snitch on. Yeah, people like that too. But there was something wrong with that class because IDCSC... The combination of people in that classroom, <laughs> how were we? How, we were 15. Yeah, we were 15. It was like, we were all very different characters. But for some reason, when it comes to like unity, mm-hmm. people thought we were like yeah. the class. But, <laughs> so I yeah. Mean, we, we tried in some aspects yeah. though. But when it comes to snitching, oh, nobody will say anything. The man stood there and asked and asked and asked. Who and he, said asked he asked me and I was like, oh, I didn't see the person. But <laughs> technically, I didn't see the you person. You heard the person. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Sorry to you. Should I mention his name? I feel... Do you want to? No, I don't want to. Then you don't have to. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so we're wrapping up. Is there anything you'd like to say to kids who want to get somewhere in future but then you're not putting in the academic hours and efforts or kids who spend way too much time trying to get somewhere and don't have time for themselves so like what's your what's your um advice to both sides okay the first side is kids Mm -hmm. who want to get somewhere but aren't putting in the work okay so um Everybody has their moments when they realize that they have to get serious with life. But if you was like, <laughs> not everybody. Some people are just walking. No, on sometimes their it comes at a very later age. Sometimes in their 40s, in their 50s. So if it hasn't come to you yet and you're not putting in the efforts to actually get to that point, mm-hmm. at least get a soft skill. Learn how to do something, you know, learn how to code, learn how to design. Cook. <laughs> sure, learn how to cook. Like because at the end of the day, even even when you're not sure what you want to be, these things can come in handy. So mm-hmm. you know how to code. Um when you're looking for a job, you can start something in the house and start making something for yourself before you actually get to the point where you realize, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So if you're quote and unquote lazy in about now, <laughs> put in a little efforts, do something, get get something. And now to kids who are putting way too much pressure on themselves. Be calming down. (laughs) (laughs) Something you say to yourself a lot, but you move. Be calming down and um, just strive towards balance because every other aspect of your life is as important. So, yeah. Now we are about done with the conversation. Do you think you're an overachiever? Maybe. <laughs> Do you think I am? Yeah, you're cool. But when you want something, <laughs> it's deadly. <laughs> when you're bent on getting something, I'm even scared. So sometimes you are, 
But usually, generally, you're, you're, I'm chill. you're chill. I'm chill. Except when you want something. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really want, I don't want things often. So mm-hmm. the world is fine. Just, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for coming on. It's been amazing having you. Thank you. Uh, we were talking about this in school and I didn't think we could do it, but then I'm glad. And I'm proud of you. <laughs> my god guys Sahila said she's proud of me if you know her it's a big deal right. and thank you thank you for watching this episode of Gen Z. this has been Inis and I'm signing out peace